Hey guys, today I'm here with this amazing lady, Mishu Oliveira. She's an intuitive self-realization and psychedelic guide. And I was able to hear all about her story when I stumbled across the uh, psychedelic club while I was walking to the library one day. And they said they had an event that night. And Mishu was talking and I was really moved by her whole story. And I wanted to bring her on immediately. <laughs> so she can share it with you guys. So thank you so much for taking the time to be here today. Thank you for having me. I'm super honored to be uh, requested to come <laughs> and speak and to share my story and to answer whatever questions you have uh, created for me tonight. So yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming. All right, so let's start off by talking about what events you have went through to become a second. Uh, Events, uh, my life basically. Yes. <laughs> started taking, well, summary. Uh, summary. Okay. Um, I started taking psychedelics when I was 15, so 1985. Um, mostly it was for fun because my friends and I would go see the Grateful Dead uh, or we'd go to the beach and have parties, but we would take mushrooms, we'd take LSD. Um, it was just for fun. It was basically an escape from alcohol because drinking was kind of a bummer, but we all did it anyway. But when someone had some psychedelics, it was more of like a, a real true, like, connection to yourself like you get a little window out of what alcohol is like but unfortunately I lost my contacts with psychedelics when I was about 19 and sadly from oh, psychedelics man. went into basically full-time drinking I had a lot of problems when I was a kid um I had a lot of pain a lot of uh, stuff happened to me with like physical abuse mental abuse being female and mm -hmm. super masculine was not uh super fun to be uh ridiculed and laughed at all the time and so I drank pretty much excessively for about 35 years until I got reintroduced to mushrooms in 2018 and started doing basically an eighth or around four grams dried a month just for fun because it put me into a place to kind of reconnect with my heart space again and to kind of like reconnect with myself as a whole because I'd spent the last 35 years drinking excessively and not connecting with my heart at all basically and not connecting with myself at all so basically um started taking an eighth of mushrooms a month just because it was nice to connect to myself again and ended up basically uh, waking up one morning and just didn't have the desire to drink anymore. So um, it threw my life uh, upside down in a really cool way, but there's a lot of other stuff happening in my life at the same time. Uh, basically I was homeless at the time. I'd injured both of my shoulders the year before and hadn't was unable to work. It didn't qualify for SSI or disability, had to move back across the country, uh, road tripped with two busted shoulders, a lot of trauma, a lot of really sad stuff. But through the whole time, I kept taking mushrooms. And what they were doing was basically giving me a ton of insight into not just what my bigger path was and what my true purpose was, but also um, they were basically helping me kind of come up with an understanding of what my future and other people's interest in me was going to be, basically giving me a lot more access to my psychic abilities. So really kind of a trip. Um, it was a lot to undertake in the last few years. I had a spiritual awakening where I was shown uh, basically myself in the future speaking in an auditorium full of, of uh, folks, which I seem to have just done a couple of weeks ago, which was very much of a trip. Yeah. Um, just a lot of different things like shown to me under larger mushroom doses. And basically in the last few years, um, just shown repeatedly that um, I'm here to share that knowledge of what it means to really tap into yourself with mushrooms and to show other people how to do that with themselves, like how they can basically themselves, like do the same exact stuff that I'm, I'm doing. If they choose to dive into themselves on such a way to really crack open your areas of opportunity, to really do some work with your trauma, your childhood stuff, your 
day-to-day life stuff that's not working for you, uh, these plants will help you access that in a nutshell. So yes, yeah. that's amazing. All right. <laughs> so what is your job as a psychedelic guide? Um, basically it's it's more, I wouldn't say it's so much of a as a job. It's it's basically a calling. I'm being asked to do this. People find me from around the world or the country and um, want me to sit with them. What it is basically that I'm doing is allowing them to have safe space while they take psychedelics. And I basically hang out and let them go through their range of experiences from start to finish. A lot of times towards the end, but the last couple of hours after the main part of the trip is kind of like slowly starting to kind of like ease up, people start to have really profound insights, especially with mushrooms. And so one of the things I really connect with the most and what I feel mostly like deeply called to is the connectivity, the integration aspects of what the mushrooms specifically are showing you. And I'm helping people really have light into what those are, the wisdom basically behind the insight. And so helping people integrate their stuff as it's happening is really, really awesome. It's super beautiful to connect with somebody who is really for the first time ever in a lot of cases, most people that I work with have never taken psychedelics ever in, in their lives. And so they're very new to the you know, sensation of having their hearts opened up in a way that they just feel like this intense, beautiful gratitude of life, gratitude of people that are in their lives, gratitude for every little thing that they never really felt for. And so they start having all these questions about these universal truths and this different wisdom stuff. And that's, I feel like where most of what I do, I wouldn't call it, you know, again, it's not really a job. Um, I've been asked to do this by forces that are much greater than myself. And I'm just happy to have been, um, I don't know, I feel like paying attention enough to my intuition to just go with what was being shown to me and not fight it. Um, I think for my twenties and thirties, I did a lot of fighting of things that were trying to be shown to me. And I just was bullheaded and kept drinking and fighting and pushing back against what my path was. And it took me extra long and I'm 52 years old. And the last four years have been extremely um, enlightening for me in multiple, multiple ways. And so these are the things after a while you can't really push up against. You just have to start um, accepting the uh i don't know the responsibility of that of that place so um yeah so that would basically be like what my um what my finer aspects of what i would be doing as a guide would be yeah yes it is definitely a calling i think everyone who is like super into natural medicine i feel like it's a calling for you know so yeah yeah. a question i have is have you seen people have the same experience or similar experience on the same dosage or do you think everyone reacts differently? Good question. Um, honestly, I think it's, it's basically yes and no. I have seen, um, depending on the, on the cultivar of mushrooms, depending on the strain, there has been, um, you know, for, you know, for example, albino A+. Plus, is going to be a pretty standard effect for most people, especially around two, two grams. It's going to be very mellow. Um, you're going to feel a lot, a lot of euphoria, a lot of like uplifting kind of stuff. Visuals are pretty mellow. Like you're not going to see a lot of warping or a lot of like colors or, but you're going to feel it. It's a lot of good body height. I feel like the people that I've sat with, including myself and my fiance, like there has been kind of a universal feeling of, it's not too much to blow people away, but it's enough to really feel the plant. You know what I mean? So, but other things like, for example, two, two grams of golden teachers, that might be a little bit more. So it really depends, I feel like, on what you're taking. Um, some people 
are going to be uh, less affected by psychedelics. So it really depends upon what their history is with antidepressants and other SSIs. You know, the SSI. You, you were talking about that. that how, yeah. Yeah. The, where are you, the pineal gland? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, your serotonin receptor, basically, if you are taking that kind of stuff repeatedly for years and years, it's going to uh, minimize the work that the serotonin receptor is doing on its own. So when, so when you get psychedelics on board, the psychedelics are going right to that receptor. And if you've been taking a bunch of stuff that mimics serotonin and basically doing the job of your serotonin receptor, when it comes time to actually assimilate things that want that type of interaction, it doesn't really have the same strength as it normally would if it's doing its own work all the time. So um, that's being shown. I've read a few articles about that. I'm trying to remember specifically where they are. Um, a couple of years back, doing a lot of research around the beginning of the psilocybin kind of like thing last year where things started taking off in the midst of the pandemic. People started doing more and more research. That was one of the things that was found out. So, um, but yeah, it really depends on the person, what their history is with any kind of serotonin mimicking things that they're taking uh, also what they've eaten before like if you're eating something you know maybe you got a full stomach how you feel with these how they f affect you are going to vary very very differently with what's in your stomach or not um, if you're doing you know so you can really have some leeway so what i should say is that two two grams is not going to affect two grams are not going to always be the same for each person so yeah right. So how would you describe a mushroom trip to someone who hasn't done it before? <laughs> That's a good question. A mushroom trip to someone who's never done it before, it feels like being taken out of yourself in a really beautiful way. You're brought back to your child self. You're brought back to being young and innocent and like the world is full of wonder everywhere you look. And when you lay down and just let these plants take you, um, the feeling of that is really, it's just, all I can liken it to is just, it's cathartic, beautiful. It's just, you're brought to a place of awareness of what you have in your life and how foolish you are to not be in tears of gratitude for every fucking thing that you have, basically. And so you're, you're really brought to a place of your child self, basically. So if you never take taken mushrooms before, I think one of the easiest ways to bring someone up to speed on what that would be like is you're brought to your child self again. You're brought to your innocence again. Yeah. 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 So for a beginner, what would you tell them to do to like prepare mentally and like maybe physically for a trip? Uh, really, it's really important to get your head on in the right place. Like basically like the week before what I do is if I'm going to be, you know, for example, on Saturday, taking some mushrooms the week before I'm planning out my diet, I'm planning out what I'm going to eat, what I'm not going to eat. I'm definitely going to lay off any kind of, I don't really eat a bunch of red meat anyway, but you really want to lean out your animal proteins closer to when you're going to actually take them. I try not to do any animal proteins at all. I try basically even fish or even not even just plant-based everything. Um, really thinking about not necessarily your intentions, because here's the thing, your intentions are like what you, you know, what you're going to do, like you're, you're intending to do these things, but instead of intentions, I like to just, you know, really kind of have some, um, some loose thoughts that are, have been inside of my heart or like in my, in my space that I, maybe throughout the last couple of weeks I've been thinking about and really just ask the mushrooms to show me some guidance in those, in those ways. I'm not trying to put my will on the plant that's going to show me what I need to be seeing. So really 
trying to have all these rules and all these things that you're going to do or that you need to accomplish, I try to not have expectations, like zero. Yeah. Because the mushrooms want to show you what you need to see. And so there's a saying that's been around for, I don't know, a long, long time that you get the trip you need, not the trip you want. So really lose your expectations and your mushroom trip is going to be a lot better for you when you're not expecting for things to go a certain way because you've done these intentions and you've written down all these mantras you want to speak to and whatever you want to have these different things. Like a lot of times it's just best just to take the mushrooms and lay in bed and shut the hell up and just let them take you and let them just show you. Right. So I say, show me, show me, open my eyes, open my heart. Like show me what I need to see here. Like, what am I missing? Like, what are my opportunities? And if it's nothing, then it's just to feel, right? But when you're preparing to take mushrooms, you want to set your space up. Set and setting is super important. So really, you want to make sure that if your house is a mess, you want to clean that shit up like immediately because it's going to really pick at you in little weird ways. You don't think about this stuff because at the time you're not on mushrooms, having your, unclo- your unfolded clothes on the corner in the chair, no, no big deal. But when you're on three or four grams of mushrooms, those clothes are going to really bug you and you're not going to be able to mess with them. So you're going to be st- stuck there. to uh, really kind of do all the things do your laundry clean your space I like to wash my sheets take a shower um, really set it up to where when you're in the space of being with the mushrooms that you're not going to be looking at little things that are driving you nuts like things that are unfinished loose ends or whatever and the same thing goes for after so you want to think ahead like when you take these mushrooms more than likely you're not going to be hungry for those several hours you're going to be on them what do you want for food afterwards? Because you're going to have taken mushrooms. Your body wants clean food. So think about after the fact, what do you want to eat? What sounds good? Like maybe you want to order some stuff, maybe get that together. So when you're coming off mushrooms, you don't have to navigate DoorDash because that sucks. Like that's going to, that's going to make your, your fun, your fun time, not as much fun. Right. But think about these things beforehand and kind of put it into play to where, you know, as the mushroom day is basically a day of you kind of like letting go and just like surrendering control of yourself and your mind and everything that you control, let have the control, have the wherewithal to like plan out your after the fact or plan out your, your before and your day before. um, And just really set yourself up. Like it's not just, Oh, I'm going to take these mushrooms now. It's not even that like the day of, I'm not even going to have breakfast. I'm going to fast. In fact, the night before I'm going to have a very small meal. So the next day I'm super light with my food intake on the inside, I'm going to be very lean. And so when I take them maximum experience is going to happen because I don't have any food in my system. I'm going to eat them whole with some, maybe some maple almond butter, call it good. And then, or put them in a smoothie and drink them up. But the day of, I'm not going to have breakfast. I'm going to wait. I usually like to take them in the mid morning because I like to have the day and not super late at night because I also don't like the trip super late at night. It seems like a waste. Like yeah. I want to be awake and alert. And my peak time is like, I'm a morning person. So like seven in the morning until like nine o'clock at night. So if I take them at 11 through, you know, six o'clock or so, that's perfect. That's great. Yeah. But think about it. Do the footwork, do the homework in your mind to plan it out and make the most of it, you know? Yes, great advice. <laughs> and so what is the difference between microdosing and macrodosing? And what do you get out of each one? Microdosing and macrodosing, there's also mesodosing, which anyone talks about, but I like to talk about that. That's like a middle dose. That's like a dose of like um, 1.5, basically. So 
a microdose is going to be anywhere between 0.25 of a gram, so like a quarter of a gram, up to even like 0.66, starts to get up into the mesodose range in that middle dose. So basically, I've had people um, anywhere, even 0.10, some people you know claim. I don't personally find any, I don't notice a benefit from 0.10. 0.25 to 0.66 is a kind of a common microdose for, for a lot of people. It really depends upon what your personal sweet spot is. So you, you recommended, like, you really want to take a few different ones and feel it out. Like, take 0.25 for the week. What does it feel like? If it doesn't feel like anything, go up to 0.30. How does it feel? Do it for a week. Do it for a couple weeks. But take notes, feel it out, and do your research on yourself, though, because you're your, you're your research subject, right? And it's okay to be that, especially with mushrooms that are not going to be harmful to you, right? The mesodose is between, like, around 0.75 and about two grams, basically. That's a middle dose. That's going to be a dose that, especially of a milder mushroom, not going to knock you off your socks, but it might be kind of fun to watch like Doctor Strange or like <laughs> something cool or watch animated fractals. You know what I mean? Or go do something fun, lay in the yard, lay in the sun, play with your dog, paint, whatever you do artistically, a couple like smaller dose like that, like a, like a mezzo, nice dose to have. And the macro dose is going to be 0.2 grams up, basically 0.25 um point you know 2.5 up into five plus whatever i mean most people don't really do all that much you don't really need to do five six plus grams of mushrooms unless you really want to blow your mind out but what people don't seem to realize is that when you go that far out it's going to take you a while to put your pieces back together so it's really important as you're tripping the light fantastic to realize that there's a price to pay for that kind of glimpse at, at the sun and you need to be yeah. aware of that because that's what happened to me. <laughs> when I was going through trauma in 2019, like I was homeless and dealing with, I just had shoulder surgery and I was dealing with a lot of PTSD and a lot of really traumatic stuff. And um, I was really hurting and I was in a place of crisis and I felt like I need to take as many mushrooms as I can to like alter my entire life basically because I had to push the eject button on everything. So right. I took about an ounce over about two and a half months basically. And um, of golden teachers that were super strong. So. I had a lot of, um, I mean, I had spiritual awakening. I had visions. I had a lot of crazy stuff happen where um, I was being shown um, that I have this gift. This I know the way stuff. I know the way to self. Um, I was shown that that's what I have. That I have that. I have, um, I guess, universal truth. I didn't ask for that. <laughs> I certainly did not ask for that. Um, but when you take larger amounts of mushrooms, you're going to be connected to your gifts. You're going to be shown what you have on board, whether or not you want to be responsible with that or not is your choice. But when they're, you know, when you're being shown these things, it's, it's almost like, you know, and then I've got people coming to me asking for help. It's like, Hey, guess what? Like you can't turn your back on people that are genuinely coming to you asking for help over and over again for years now. And you can't walk away from that. So on bigger, on bigger doses of mushrooms for me, I go into a trance. I get, I'm a conduit apparently of, of information. I get downloaded from the universe and I get shown and told very important information that I share to the people I share. I talk about, um, she's really just depends, but lately I've been talking about psilocybin use with couples and like how that's going to be a really important thing in the future. Um, couples are going to be each other's trip sitters. And I think that's going to be a really big deal. Uh, yeah. These are things that I'm shown, like, I don't um, I don't think this stuff up. I'm just showing this stuff. So, yeah. um, but on smaller doses, it's still kind of fun. Um, I don't really like to microdose mushrooms. LSD 
is a much better microdose. It's for energy. It's for mental flow state, pain, painkiller. Um, much more fun as a microdose. Don't like to microdose LSD. It's too long of a trip. I'm not down for 17-hour trips. That's too much. And I like mushrooms better. Uh, this is, when I was a kid, LSD was awesome. But now I'm like, yeah, I'm too old for that shit. I'm 52 years old. I don't got time for that. That's a lot. <laughs> it's too much. I'm exhausted. I, I want to, like, do other stuff. So, yeah. Um, yeah. But that's basically in a nutshell, like mushrooms. Um, I'm working on a book, basically, that's going to talk about each strain and, like, what the strains do. Oh, the length awesome. of time and all that stuff because I'm actually in the process of also oh. I'm about to start my own little cultivation effort here. Oh, oh that's cool. <laughs> that's great. I was literally mm -hmm. just about to ask you a question about uh, mushroom strains. So. What do you um, want to know? I can answer pretty much probably whatever you got to ask. Yeah. I was going to ask if there's like specific strains that are known to be good for beginners. And I remember you saying you know, there's some strains for like energy and other stuff. Like, is there specific ones you can name right now? Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, basically, if you're looking for a really kind of an intense, but really like mindful, I mean, golden teachers are going to be your number one. Same with penis envy. Penis envy packs a lot of euphoria, a lot of visuals. Mm -hmm. um, any strains that combine the two of those. So if you have like a white teacher, which is going to be a, basically a golden teacher with an albino uh, penis envy. That's going to be awesome. Um, things, what you can do is there's a site called Psilopedia, basically the Wikipedia for psilocybin. And wow. it's going to break down. Yeah, it's going to break down. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> it's going to break down um, the different, basically the different psilocybin cubensis varieties, because basically you have various strains of mushrooms that fall underneath each of the brackets. So psilocybin cubensis is the cultivar that has all these different strains. So like Albino A Plus, Moby Dick, Penis Envy, Golden Teacher, uh, Jedi Mindfuck, uh, Transky. Um, there's, a, there's like 60, there's, there's a ton. So um, really it's important, like you're wanting, I always tell people to really kind of introduce yourself first before you jump off the deep end. You really don't want to give yourself a bad experience with taking mushrooms that are super strong to get that full effect to be that kind of that macho person or that like hero you want to ease in if you've never taken them you really want to try a smaller dose of a more mellow penis envy super good idea take two grams of that not a problem at all albino a plus really solid universal strain like worldwide like that's a really good strain and a really good first timer strain because it's very it's pretty mellow it's not going to rip your mind up stuff like golden teachers it's very philosophical it will mess your head with bigger doses it's going to put you into mental um just showing you really hard stuff like things that are going to make you work school is in session you might not want to go to school you might just want to hang out you might not want to be showing your shit that you did when you're a kid that you were super shitty about like that you were a jerk about or whatever like being shown areas of yourself that are there for you to do the work in sometimes no one wants to see that when you're on mushrooms and you can't get away from it so you're in that for like three hours and sometimes that's a lot for your first time so yeah. you want to just not go off that on that path you are like i want to do the work i want to jump in and like do all this work and i want to do all these like problem solving and i want to soothe and work on this trauma and you can't just you can't just jump in like that and just start force feeding yourself all this stuff you're going to do it takes time and you're going to be shown what you're meant to see over time. And that's the point. You're not in a hurry. You're exactly where you're supposed to be. So there's no race. You're not behind anybody else. You're where you're supposed to be. So your path is your path. So take your time, open your eyes 
and shut the hell up and pay attention. <laughs> and that's what the, that's that's what's about. That the mushrooms are wanting that from you. They want you just to close and open and open your heart, right? Mm-hmm. Not your mind. Shut this part. The mushrooms are going to shut this part off, which is awesome. And this is the part that you become thinking through. This is what operates you from now on. You start getting into mushrooms. When you get into microdosing, it's going to be a mood alter for the day, right? It's a tonic for your day. It's going to make maybe your anxiety a little bit less or your depression a little bit lighter. So you're doing microdosing. You're not going to get a breakthrough. You won't. A bigger dose of mushrooms, a macrodose, you certainly fucking will. <laughs> you will get many breakthroughs in, in my personal case, which happened uh, over and over again. Like, I, yeah. I, And I started to do it on purpose because I could feel that that was what I needed to do. That was where I needed to go with it. And it was very important that I just continued and just trusted that that was what was happening and that I just needed to keep, keep going. And so um, I came up with my business. I came up with my business card, like all coming down off of various amounts of mushrooms and learning about microdosing LSD. Like in the last four years, I've created, I've created and changed my entire life, basically. Manifested the love of my life. I manifested another job. I also work for INSA in the cultivation department and I'm on the mm-hmm. harvest team. And it's like, how cool is that? Like I work with the coolest people with the most beautiful cannabis I've ever seen in my life. And that's, that's a manifestation. Like it literally puts to work all my skills as someone who's worked with cannabis on and off for probably 30, 40 years now. And so I'm getting paid decent. I've got 401k, I've got benefits and I'm being, you know, surrounded by beautiful plants all day long. I mean, that's a f- seven minutes away from, from, from my house. Like I'm living my dream right now. Like literally yeah. I'm living my dream. So um, when you follow this stuff, it'll change your life. Like, but be intentional, keep, keep going. Like if you're going to change yourself, be serious about it. Like if you're going to expand yourself, don't, don't like tiptoe around in it, like get into it. Like you got to dive in Yes. with, with common sense though. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. 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 So what do you think are like good places to go when you're on shrooms or like things to watch or any ideas for people? <laughs> uh, personally, I'm a big fan of my bed <laughs> because mushrooms, because mushrooms hit me super hard. They feel like, I feel like the earth is like sucking me into the very core like i can't mm. get up sometimes the first couple hours i'm on the bed i'm horizontal i need to be comfortable because i got cold and hot happening fluctuating um i just feel really kind of like just vulnerable so i'm in bed um eventually getting outside if it's summertime or whatever like being out in the grass like in the sun is awesome um but outside can be kind of too much so people taking it for the first time you really don't want to be outside for the whole thing because you might find that it's way overwhelming super loud it's really bright there's just a lot happening the earth is extremely loud when you're on mushrooms because your your senses are like cranked way the way up and your hearing is becoming so acute you are hearing your music now has got layers that you've never heard before like layers behind the layers behind the layers and so every sound is just like it's almost deafening so you really want to m- minimize the outside until you're kind of a little more you know familiar with the mushrooms or uh, just maybe step outside and see how it feels. But bed is one of the best places. Lots of cozy blankets, sweats, best, most favorite t-shirt, your favorite hoodie, things to watch. Um, I personally have my setup over here. I like to have a TV that kind of I can put towards the bed so that I can lay down and just relax on my back, watch my shows. I like animated fractals sometimes if I'm in the mood for visuals. Uh, they're basically from a thing called electric sheep. You can go on YouTube 
Some of these are 10 hours long, which is awesome. <laughs> so you can basically hang out and watch 10 hours long of animated fractals. Well, let me get my situation here. There you go. Um, 10 hours long animated fractals. Sometimes I don't want to be shown like watching stuff that I feel like really um, it doesn't really. It, it's like you're trying to you know in, enhance the mushrooms, which are already enhanced as it is. So it's kind of like silly to watch some animated psychedelic video thing, you know. Um, <laughs> But it really depends. It depends on if you're in the mood for that kind of stuff. Like if you want to see that, then put it on and indulge. Like your body is, is able to see colors and hear sounds in a way that never probably you've experienced before for a reason. So tap into that, like indulge your child self, indulge your inner child. But there's a ton of stuff to see if you go on YouTube and just type in psychedelic visuals. There's a bunch of stuff that is just like, it's everywhere. Yeah. Oh yeah, I bet. And another thing would be like do you recommend people doing mushrooms on their own maybe also using cannabis with it or you know just letting it do its thing um really i mean ultimately everyone should be doing mushrooms on their own because what's going to happen is you're going to become really good at handling your own internal crises you're going to become really really good about doing the work that you need to do for yourself and not running to somebody else to help you and so ultimately over time, I think people going on their own to do smaller doses and eventually bigger doses is going to be super cathartic. It's been for myself, for my fiance, for the people that I've worked with in the past, they're now doing their own. They're guiding other people, some of them. So the future is to be doing stuff like this on your own. You don't need a doctor to sit with you and with yeah. a clipboard and monitor your journey in a sterile medical environment. That's the wrong idea. What you really want is to have someone sit with you who's experienced, who's comfortable, whose vibe is good for you, that feels safe to you, and sit with them a couple times, get familiar with the medicine, and then start experimenting on your own. Start exploring how it feels when you're doing different things. Um, say, for example, you're on the house on a Saturday, take two grams by yourself, see what it feels like. Set yourself up, lay down if it gets scary. Talk to yourself, learn how to be your own soothing voice when you're stressing out, and it'll save your life in ways you'll never even, you won't even imagine, but it's going to become where people are doing their own ultimately. And cannabis is a sister plant of psilocybin. So when you feel your mushroom trip start to taper off and start to dip down, when you smoke a little bit of weed, it's going to kick it up again. Uh. <laughs> Be careful of that. Cause if you're not ready for that, all of a sudden where you're feeling like you're kind of coming back to earth when the mushrooms, when you smoke, you're going to be really high again really fast so be careful unless it's something that i personally think after about two hours in to smoke it just makes it like it's <laughs> awesome <laughs> it's good to do it before the trip starts to fade out you know what i mean like in the middle of when you're still kind of climbing to do a little bit if you're solid though if you're prone to anxiety don't do that and definitely don't use sativa for that use indica oh yeah if you're gonna go that route yeah, yeah sure. I've, I've heard or like seen um in an article that like cannabis can like shut your brain off kind of when you're doing uh mushrooms and it's better to like let the mushrooms expand your mind on its own but exactly cannabis is gonna numb you a little bit but it's also gonna raise up the psilocybin effect i like to wait i mean it really depends on what my purpose is like sometimes i'm just doing this for fun yeah. And that's important. Like, it's not always about like uncovering this deep work you have to do. It's not always about grinding and like, I got to fix this stuff from my childhood or I got to do this. I got to kill this addiction or whatever it is. Like do it for fun. 
also. Do it because it feels good. Do it because it's something that takes you back to yourself in a way that feels good and safe that you miss, that you, that you like. It's not always about the grind. Like you have to have balance and you have to be able to allow yourself to just have a good time. So don't forget, like you're not, not everyone needs to grind away all the time. You have to take a step away from the magnifying glass, away from the microscope sometimes and just look and see what's going on, but also to go have a good time. And do it for the fun of it, not because it's going to solve any problems for you, but do it for fun. And also it'll show you stuff then as well. When you're not seeking is when it will show you even more. So, yeah. Yes. Amazing. So to wrap things up, Mm -hmm. who do you think should reach out to you for your guidance? Honestly, anybody who is in a place of feeling lost in themselves, who lacks the connectivity to their authenticity, someone who struggles with their gender, especially women who are super masculine or trans guys that don't want to be trans anymore, or people who are lost, who don't know what they're doing and who they are and don't have any direction whatsoever. Anybody who's struggling with what they are as a person and doesn't match up with the outside, anybody who has any kind of stuff like that, anyone who's struggling with addiction, anyone who wants to be a trip sitter, anybody who wants to work with me and do collaborations on stuff around psychedelics in this community. I'm going to be collaborating to form up a group pretty soon about basically entheogen collective in Western Mass. I'm trying to get that together and get some people together, but people who want to collaborate, people who want to, uh, who want to work with me, who want to journey for the first time, people who want to just get information, who want to have a conversation, um, People who need a mentor from someone who's like super solid and been through a hell of a lot of stuff. Uh, people, <laughs> anybody who thinks, who's curious about what I do, who wants to talk, who has something to say, anyone should talk to me or, or, or contact me. Yeah. And how can people reach out to you? How can they contact you? You can find me on Facebook. Um, just my name is Mishu Oliveira. So you can search Mishu Oliveira. You can find me on Instagram at Mishu413. Uh, MishuOlivera.com is also my website. I used to have, well, I still have a YouTube channel. It's kind of under, under construction right now. I'm compiling a bunch of videos from 2019 that were kind of my um, inaugural introduction into public speaking online. Um, so I'll be getting those going up pretty soon. Uh, MishuOlivera.gmail.com. You can also you know, email me there. But uh, yeah, those are some places you can reach out and, and find me. Sweet. Thank you so yeah. much for thanks for having me. Time. Thank you. My pleasure. I appreciate it. And I hope you have a great rest of your evening. Thank you. You too. Good night. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. I'm Joyce Gerber, the creator and host of the award-winning podcast, The Canna Mom Show. And we are on a mission to enhance the impact women have on this industry as business professionals, healthcare providers, policy advocates, caregivers, moms, by sharing and preserving their stories of love and kindness, wisdom, and hope. I am so grateful to have found my tribe of Canada podcasters right here on PodConX and look forward to our work of crushing the stigma around cannabis and caregivers and building this new industry together.